welcome to Footy Talks Pod. This is Series 2, Episode 8. Um, we are back again, joined by Paddy, James, Toby, myself, of course. And I am not particularly happy with football at the moment, as I'm sure Toby... Why would that be? Yeah, yeah, what's happened? What happened this week? We lost again. Okay. Again. <laughs> Arsenal losing? That's not like you guys. It's shock, isn't it? I know. Um, <laughs> it wasn't a fun weekend. It really wasn't. Uh, first of all, the Rahimis injury uh, was the main talking point, I think. Mm. And I, I watched it, and as soon as I heard that impact between David Luiz and Jimenez, I knew something was bad. Yeah. It just, you could just hear the, the, the sound of impact and both players jumping at. Real intensity was, it was horrendous. I haven't seen it, and I've been like no. actively avoiding it just because okay. obviously I know what's happened as the result yeah. of it. It's just like I don't, I don't deal well with that kind of thing. So no, it was, I think it's really sad, and it's like it's one of those worrying things because it's like uh, a lot of people are saying if Raúl Jiménez is going to be able to come back from such an injury. Uh, obviously, Petrček had it and came back with a like head uh, guard. Um, and I remember, I think it was Eric Garcia played a couple matches for City last year with, an, with a head guard on, something like did that. Did it happen with Brian Mason as well? Brian Mason didn't. He retired yeah. after a head injury. Yeah. Mason retired. So it's just like, it's quite worrying. Um, for a striker who I think was just, he was on the like kind of bit of, he could get a big transfer. Anyway, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I think he could start at literally any club in the world right now except for Bayern Munich. Um, he's that good a striker. And it's just kind of worrying that, like, he might not be able to play again. Yeah, it was it was horrendous. It was nasty. But I think I think with head injury, it brings me back to this point. Um, and we spoke about it before. Injury substitutions... And concussion substitutions is something that I think is worth bringing in. I mean, I'm not saying the five sub rule should be reintroduced, but if you if you have a serious injury like a concussion, or I mean, so, or like a, a an injury that you can't shake off, like a broken leg or something, yeah, that's not a tactical choice. You're so, as something that's like outside of your three subs, are you saying? Exactly. You're, it's outside of your okay. control. You can't plan for it, and you're not benefiting by bringing them off. Yeah. Is is it? I, mean, I don't think it will happen. But it's it's interesting. But I think with serious injuries like a concussion, or a broken leg, or or something very serious, I think it might be worth having that option to have a, a one and a one injury substitution exemption that you can bring I think up. I think it's also a good idea because there are a lot of teams that kind of go into games like, aiming to injure players uh like say yeah. Salah when he was in the Champions League a couple of years back and I know Liverpool fans are still crying about Ramos uh but when he got injured didn't he have to come off straight after I think yeah. or say Ronaldo in the Euros when he had to come off in the yeah. final uh that's kind of like once you've taken out their main player, not only are they that player down, they're a sub down as well, like 10 minutes in or whatever. And I think that is, it does put them at a disadvantage. So I can see like the use of it, but also at the same time, it's like, can you have a player feign injury and say, well, look, we've got to use one of our free subs now because obviously it's injury and it's not tactical. So we should be allowed to just have him off and it not count towards our total three. <laughs> This one, like, obviously, that's always a risk, and you always have someone do it. But like, yeah. it's got to be a serious injury. You're really, like, you can see if someone's broken their leg, or you know if someone's concussed. Yeah. Then if you're if you're talking about an extra sub, why don't you just go the full length and go? Oh, we should have five subs. Because that's different. Because that's five tactical. If you, no, it'd be tactical. If you take then, saying this is for serious injuries on that rare occasion when it happens. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know. I. I can't see it happening. It's something I'd like to happen. Um, just delving, diverging away from football for a second. It was a weekend of sporting injuries and horrendous moments. I don't know if you saw the Roman Grosjean um, yeah. thing in the F1 and 
that was petrified as well. I didn't um, like the way Sky did that, to be fair. They showed it again and again and again. It was it's a it's a difficult one. Obviously, it's happened in the race, so they yeah they feel like they should show a racing. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it was it luckily. Was, luckily, he's come out okay from what yeah. I've seen. If he uh, hadn't, then he got discharged. Yeah, so so is Jimenez. Like he's had surgery. He says he's recovering well. It seems like he's able to communicate and. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully they're both okay. But it's something we don't like to see in sport. And when it happens, the, no, the reactions yeah. of medical staff in both instances was was brilliant. Um, I think it was amazing that he managed to like jump out his car though. Yeah, hundred. Like, on like, fire, and he just walks out, and I'm like, bloody hell, mate! It must be just like that trending kicks in, it surely. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, if it wasn't for that halo thing that they introduced, that was yeah. it would have got taken off. It was. It, it's not even. I don't even. It's not even worth thinking about what ifs now. Is it? Yeah. Like, it's if you. Oh, I don't even. Know it was just amazing happened. that he was okay. Especially with everything on camera now as well. Yeah. That would have been seen, not just in like someone would have footage of that, and it's mm. not worth. But going back to Wolves, they managed to still completely outclass us. Us as in Arsenal, um, and I think those wingers, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's impressive when you consider how like kind of you put two sides that are so I'd say of equal quality, and one can still outclass the other just by having a really good day against a really bad day. Um, and when we haven't got to crazy field, yeah, it's it's very worrying, and it's. I, t- I don't want to like put all the blame on one person or one decision, but both goals were so easily avoidable. It's what I don't. It's like yeah, but that's the thing with like Arsenal. It's just you're all faults at the back. That's all you do, and so you just try and defend a bit more, and so you just don't get anything going. But we've we've been, we've been better defensively this season. What. I mean, you can accredit something like, I think, was it the first goal that took a deflection off that Louise and then Bellerin? Yeah. And then Leno parried it and it wasn't great. Um, and then the, net, the Neto goal when he clipped it over Gabriel was different class. Um, they were two great Did goals. We start, but both Do we start goals. saying that a year into Arteta's reign that he has just worsened Arsenal? No. 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 Why? Well, don't you look at it like was it that in the 29th whenever um, you know Emery got sacked they were eighth and now you were 14th or something like you're that's no lie. You go into every match now as I don't think like there's anything except for maybe the relegation play, uh, teams that you go in as a certain favourite because you're that. Worse in the club. I don't. He's not. We've How? not because made some silly decisions like. Why would you not bring in us? I know, I know, I know we had the yeah, and I know we had the Aubameyang debate last week, but it's obviously to worsen them. Um, your defense has maybe improved, but you have still got a terrible defense. Uh, Thomas Party is an obvious good signing, uh, so I'm not going to put that down to an Arteta masterclass. Obviously, you played twice. That's the thing. You just I don't know. It's like. At least with Ollie, you had a like manager bounce come in, and it's like, yeah, you can kind of like say that, oh well, he's had a good start at the club. Has Arteta even had that? We we won the FA Cup. I'm sorry. Yeah, but like, so what? You won a knockout competition. Cool. No, but I mean, there's there's there's. Fair, James. If we won the FA Cup, I think I'd be quite happy with that. But at the moment, I'd be happy. I'd be happy with it. But I think if I'd won that FA Cup and then sat in 14. I would say that he's done a bad job. Well, no, everyone knows it's worrying, but it's also the process. No one thought we were going to do well this season. Obviously, no one expected it to go this bad. But I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't say he's done a good job, especially this season. He hasn't. No one so, has. So, what's the process for this season then? Do you because you've only got one transfer window? This season is hopefully brings. It's either well for what I want. Either what position you aiming for? Creative midfielder, bring one in in January. If we can't get one in January, you have to register Urza again because you can do that in January. 
Yeah, but then you have the player that you've like had to register because you haven't been able to bring someone in who yeah, doesn't pretty much play for you. What what position in the league are you aiming for at this point? I mean, what hoping for or realistically think we can realistic realistically. Yeah, I don't know if you get top ten. We get. I'd say top top half is the realistic aim. I think. I don't think we're getting as we're not getting anywhere as high as we got last season. Last season's got eighth. Um, yeah, you're not getting eighth at all. No chance. So I think teams better than us this season if they can keep it up. Liverpool, Man City, the exception, they will do better than us. Oh, yeah, Chelsea, will finish, Chelsea. Chelsea and Tottenham, and then you've got to look at Leicester, Man United. Well, Sam, I think are good, but we'll oh, fall off at some point. But even then, it depends how long they can keep this running going for. Um, we're obviously, going to do better than you. Everton are obviously going to do better than you. Southampton but, probably going to do better than you. So I've got. I'm looking at all the teams here: Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea, Tottenham, Leicester, Man United, Wolves, Wolves Everton, is Leeds. Eight. Brighton? No, we'll finish above Brighton. <laughs> I don't know. And then, then, then you're yeah, looking Brighton at, in sixteenth. You're looking at yeah, but you look at the Brighton stats and they don't deserve to be in sixteenth. You're probably looking at Southampton, are. West Ham, Leeds, and Arsenal for those two spots. Look us. But surely you're a big club. You can't. You can't have that. We are in. We are in fourteenth. But when you look at it as well, we are only we're only four points off fifth, which is four points and ten games in is quite a bit. But it's still only four points. If we can, and I know this is unlikely, but if we can get a decent run going, it's not as bad as what everyone thinks. But I don't see where that decent run comes from. No, neither do I. Because but there will, but we will, we will get on a few wins. We if we win one, we will. We can push forward. We just need to get that first win, get over the line. We won. We beat Man United. We we beat Man United, and then we yeah, we only beat them because of the penalty. That's the but thing. We beat them. We needed a more convincing win. If we this got a bigger point. convincing win, we beat them, and then we lost to Leicester, Aston Villa, drew to Leeds, lost to Wolves. Oh yeah, we should have beat Leicester as well. It was a joke. But the the Villa one that that was shocking. That's for shocking. But Leicester. <laughs> We like we could have won. We had the disallowed goal straight away. Absolute joke of a decision. Then we like, oh yeah, it should have been the Leicester win, and then pushed on, and now we've just crumbled. But not as bad as what everyone's thinking. What about the Europa League? Yeah, that's the only other possible way. But when PSG and Man's, no PSG and Real Madrid come down, then we're going to get battered. But <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it happens. It just. I think it, it, it feels it brings into question. Sorry, go on. No, it just feels there's something inherently wrong. And I, I'm not accrediting that to Arteta. I think Arteta's brought so I think the players seem to like him. Abamyang seems so disinterested. He looks unhappy. He he looks bored, frustrated. Um, I would be too. I would be too if I'm if I'm being yeah. played on the left wing when I'm a striker. But he's, but he's and not he was I've got played, a, he was we'll played up, up around. front. At the weekend, there's no one behind him. There's no one behind him. The captain of the club and just signed a new a new deal, and when and he's not getting any chances. We all know this, so he's just signed his new deal, captain of the club, and we're sat in fourteenth. I I the fans for calling him to be for, for calling us to be sacked. I think that's way too early. It's. It's not even a year. I mean, I understood the Emery thing because, okay. because it. Then, went, it's not even a year, and he's already brought you this look. Let me put you. Let me put this to you. On a whole, when you look at take out league position, whatever, because I can understand that that can be misleading so early in the season, uh, and kind of overall on a rating of one to ten, how well has Arteta done? Because for me, it can't be any more. Than a five or six. I was going to say a six. Yeah, I was going to say we six. We won two trophies, but we, we finished eighth. It's not From, uh, when Emery was sacked. Do you guys? I don't necessarily know. The only I can only think of names off the top of my head. 
that do you guys know who was kind of linked around the job to you? Because the only people I can kind of think of are maybe, I don't know if he was aiming as high as Allegri's or I don't think you would have aimed for like a two-call or anything. Or was Allegri, it really? Allegri was round and about. He was also mentioned when Emery got the job. I mean, there, there yeah. seems to be some sort of yeah. always link with Emery, uh, with, uh, sorry, with uh, Allegri when there's a vacancy. But then we have that too, so. Um, I know. We were, well, I, before he got appointed uh, at Tottenham, which was about, I think it was nine days before Emery got sacked. People mm-hmm. were saying, get Emery, get Emery out, Mourinho in, which I wouldn't be opposed to, but obviously yeah, Tottenham yeah. were a bit quicker on the old poch sacking and got him in. So yeah. Well, the way I want to spin this kind of is, uh, do we think that ex-players as managers, is that working right now in the current state of football? I wasn't because happy when he got the job. I, I think he was... Awful, awful decision. There is a complete difference between assistant manager and manager. Mm-hmm. And to take someone who's been under Pep's wing for a couple of years, yeah, fine. But then, I don't know, you could take any other coach out of Man City and put them in and say, well, they should do just as good a job just because they spent their whole life coaching, maybe, or uh, had a smaller playing career. But because Arteta is an Arsenal man and understands a club and had a playing career he's automatically meant to boost you guys forward uh, <laughs> and then we could also be saying should we have waited maybe wait for him to go get a different job maybe a lower lower league club and then maybe a couple of years down the line kind of like why don't you get like but, yeah there's like so many like better managers that you could have gone for like i know um so Marco Rosa got the like British uh, Gladback job last year, and he probably wouldn't have left if you offered it him so early in his tenure. But I'm thinking like you just go for an actual manager, and I think it's the same with Manchester United. You kind of we went for Oli, uh, and I think it's been a good thing. I think he's done well at the club. If I was to rate him out of ten, I'd probably say like a seven or eight. I think he's done a good job, uh, and I think it's hard to disagree with that. Uh, but it's nothing like what you would have had if you had um, a fully experienced manager in. If we go for like a Poch at the time or something like that, or an Allegri or someone like that. Um, and then you look at like Stephen Gerrard being linked to coming over here. Like one that's really annoyed me is um, John Terry to Derby. Why? Just because he's John Terry. Like take any other assistant manager from the Premier League and say, okay, they could get the Derby job. And you're just like, why though? I think I've never liked the idea of former players going back to their old team for a managerial thing, like legends going back to the team that made them legends. Yeah. Because going back to the, can I just say, going back to the Ole point that um, James said, like, I think people sometimes forget that Ole's been in loads of, like, he's had a lot of experience, like a Mulder, so he hasn't, with Arteta, with Lampard, and with like Gerard, and that they've literally just come in to the big club. Whereas Ole's been at Molder winning and then like that. So I am going to throw you under the bus here. I have defended Ole in the past using exactly that argument, and I've been told that the Molder job doesn't mean no, no, anything. no. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, like uh, we were yeah, saying it isn't like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't defend it. I'm just saying like yeah. the like Arteta. Just to com- you can't really compare Arteta and Ole because Ole's been at a job for a long time before, and Arteta just just come into a massive club straight away. I don't, I think- yeah, the thing is though, as well, we can't say, "Oh, we didn't aim high enough," because we, as fans, we're not in. We don't know how high we aimed. We might have tried to go for someone else and had to settle with Arteta because we don't know. It took a while <laughs> to get him in. Are you, you, it was. I think it was nearly a month before he got the job, which. Yeah. I think we had Lundberg, Freddie was there for three games, I think. Yeah. I think um, halfway through, Freddie did something all right, so you just kind of didn't have to worry for a year. It looked like really bad planning from the outside. It, it was almost an input. We, I think we lost to Frankfurt, sacked him the next day, and yeah, it was yeah. almost just like, oh, God, well, what are we, we now? we're going downhill. What do we do? Manager's not performing, sack him. Yeah. Oh, wait, we need a new manager. 
I think you bring Lundberg in with no managerial experience. And then what do you do? And mm. it sort of felt a bit rushed. I was happy. Don't get me wrong. We were, I think Emery maybe should have gone in the summer. Just after that Chelsea thing, after finishing seventh in the league. Yeah. Was it? Sixth? Yeah, no, yeah. Everyone always forgets this, but Emery actually had quite a good first season. We were, I think we were, yeah, it was fifth. And I think we were only one, one or two points or fourth. And we did have, we were looking at going into the last few games of that season, we were in a good position to actually get top four. But we bottled against Palace at home. Aubameyang missed a 90th minute penalty against Tottenham. If that had gone in, we would have got top four. Emery did have a good first season, obviously. He got to the final, yeah. but... I mean, we, <laughs> I think we went on that, like, was it 13, 14 game on beat and run? No, it was more like 20. It was, was it a 13 20? entry. I thought, it, I thought it was high. Yeah. I didn't want to overshot it. We went on a long and beat and run, sort of dipped around November to March. It was sort of like a... Eh. bottled it at the end. Got to the final of the Europa League, got smashed. Um, and then we, I think the Aubameyang thing was horrible, but those last three games we played Palace, Brighton, and someone we, we else. Bournemouth last day of the season, but it didn't matter. We'd already yeah, we had Palace and Brighton. Point. We needed one point from those two games and we would have got top four and we lost both. And I think. No, 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 we, we drew to Brighton. Oh, we drew to but Brighton. We needed, more. Yeah, everyone, we needed yeah, to we, beat we him. We needed four points and we, we drew to Brighton. Was that the Basuma game where he celebrated on the pitch? And, yeah, yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. It's when, yeah, because I went to it, it was absolutely, oh, it was shocking. We literally, we were one allowed and Granite Xhaka just makes a stupid challenge in the box, gives away a penalty, the absolute donkey he is. And then um, that was it. We couldn't do anything. I think it was Glenn Murray tucks it in. What like it's, it's a joke out of everyone. Glenn Murray, I can't. I don't know what to make of it. It's it's way too early to sack him for calls to sack him. Um, like we've said, it's only ten games this season, which thirteen points from ten games from Arsenal perspective isn't good enough. But on the back of two trophies. It's it's harsh, but we we need players in January. We need an attacking midfielder. We need like when you were with and we need a better winger because Willian is useless. I'm so he's a he's a free kick merchant. I'm sorry, he's washed up. He, well, what I'm going to say is you've had him for ten games. I don't know how you can say oh exactly. Uh, yeah, in ten games you've had him. You haven't had him for very long. Ten games, you can't judge him off that. You got to give him time. You should definitely not sell him. Look, it's look, not his fault. It's the other winger's fault. It's, it's the players around him. <laughs> anyway, um, that is the end of part one. After the break, once we return, we will talk about Man United. We'll talk about the dreaded North London derby, which definitely isn't going to be fun. And are Real Madrid really going to crash out of the Champions League group stage for the first time ever? Catch us after the break. Hello, welcome back to Series 2, Episode 8 of Fuzzy Talks Pod. Before the break, we were having a rant about... Well, I was having a rant about Arsenal. Um... And this weekend is the first North London derby of the season. Away at Spurs. Uh, and it is with fans uh, for the first time in since March. Gee, that's scary. Um, I'm really worried. I don't know about you, Toby, but I, I'm, I'm very, very pessimistic about this one. I'm not feeling too confident either, especially because it's their place and they're going to have fans and we're just not on the best form, as we've already said about. But Well, you never know because... Oh, sorry, I didn't quite catch the end of that. I've always got that bit of hope. Whenever it comes to a game against Tottenham, there's always that little bit of, can we pull it out of the bag? Can we do it? Before it was, we've got to win, like a draw against Tottenham. That's not good enough. I'll be very, very happy with the draw. Very happy with the draw now. <laughs> but 
The thing is, though, I think you might look okay. It might be another uh, Chelsea Spurs where it's just two managers who don't really want to risk too much at once. Uh, I think Mourinho might actually look a bit more optimistic, so he might go for it, uh, and that might be an issue for you guys. Uh, obviously, Son and Kane, if Kane does play, uh, if Mourinho is lying about that and presses being injured. Uh, but I think you guys, if, if he actually goes for it, you stand no chance. Um yeah, everyone knows now my opinions of your Arsenal side. Uh, Spurs are good, though. Um, they need to turn it on this week. I think the Chelsea match was a ball fest. Uh, but they've got all the talent there. And they can definitely get I think, some I think it could really go wrong for us. If Tottenham do... I think Jose will say to them, this is like this is their chance. Say they do beat us 3-4, maybe even 5-0. Like, just say they do battle us, which... I think a lot of people are kind of saying they might do. Um, it could be a real thing for them to push on. A massive win against their main rivals. To- they'll be top of the league. This yeah. could be them. And I, that's where I think Joseph will say, you really, really need to pull your socks out here and get a big result. But then with Arteta, will it be a let's sit back and try and counter them? Because if we do, I think it can go very wrong. It's such a dangerous tactic that. And yeah. it, I mean, I've I've seen a couple of things sort of suggesting we play five at the back. We don't have the defenders for it. I really don't. Um, I'm 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 worried it could be embarrassing. I really. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it will be embarrassing. I think. No. Nah, because it's such a big game, and I think for Arsenal as well. I don't think I know you. You'll lose. Like I'm going to say that now. You will lose. But it won't be as bad as like what you're thinking. I'd be like a two, two nil. No, because we we looked every even that on the weekend we looked bad. And that midfield was atrocious. Xhaka and Sabias were awful. Um, Aubameyang had nothing. It's really hard to fault a striker when there's no creative outlet. I think Vardy was up there. It's the worst I think I've seen Saka play. Um, yeah. defensively we were all over the shop I know Gabriel scored but he should have really cleared that off the line for the first goal um, David Luiz won't play I can't imagine with sort of recovering from concussion I just mm. I'm, I'm, worried, I'm worried it can be embarrassing and it can be and it would be quite heavy yeah to turn it more towards Spurs since we've spoken at Arsenal um I mean, they, they're going to have fans there. They're going to be a very forward-thinking, optimistic thing. They're pushing to get three points. They won't settle for a draw against you guys. I think they would see you as not only a rival, but a much worse opposition that they can get three points from. Chelsea, I think they see as an equal, uh, which is perhaps why they went so defensively. You guys, they don't care. Uh, so they will push on. Um and it's just going to be kind of, I think it's uh, once they beat their rivals and they've got fans in their own stadium. Because I think it is Spurs that fans that will be there, right? Yeah. Yes. You're going to be trounced. Yeah, this um, is what I'm thinking. That's a four behind them. That's like the kind of kicker for a title charge. Everyone knows that winter is what matters most in a title bid. If you can sort out these next few months, uh, especially with the amount of games that they're going to have, they stand something. Um, Mourinho said that they're not even thinking about title race and they're not even a horse, they're a pony uh, in this title race. But um, I don't know, I think, he's, I think he's absolutely chatting. I think there's a little voice in the back of his head going, this could be it. There is something there. And they yeah. will He always wins trophies in his second season. Yeah. There always seems to be that sort of magic that he, he always brings it. They look good. Oh. Hmm. They look very good, and I'm not going to shy away from saying that. They do look very good, very dangerous. It's all sort of clicking. I was worried at first for... Well, not worried. I was worried at first for them. Just there was that Deli Alley thing. I was. I think I predicted them fifth. There was a bit of stuff. I still don't think yeah. they're going to win a trophy. I don't... And I, I don't think it's blind optimism. I really don't think it's false hope. Um... But it's they've got literally everything to win a trophy. And the only thing that you would say that they don't have to win a trophy is that 
winning trophy mentality when they've got a squad that's not won a trophy in years, so they've got the hunger to win a trophy, a manager who's a serial trophy winner, and a captain like Harry Kane, who all he wants to do is win trophies at this point. They've got literally everything. They've got players like... <laughs> so nervous. Because they, they do tick all the boxes. Yeah, they do tick all the boxes to finally win a trophy. But yeah. which one? Because I'm not backing them to win the league. No matter what happens... They look good, but they were still better. And they might be a bit far off the league, but they can win a cup easily. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, Europa League is possible. It depends on the draw. It depends what happens to Champions League clubs coming down. Say, let's say PSG or Real Madrid do come down. I'm probably backing either one of them to win. However, the FA Cup or even the um, the League Cup are two very realistic options for Tottenham to get get a trophy and finally get themselves out there. But that being said, Marine do look quite dangerous now, and I I, I don't know how well the Tottenham are going to fare against them. <laughs> I feel sorry for that social media admin. They've probably been used to like for months doing like yeah. uh, a couple. Of- pre-batch graphics, a couple of like match reports up, like the sort of stuff that we do uh, when like, working for clubs and that. And now yeah. they've got everyone looking at their Twitter account yeah. and they're like, oh God, I don't know what to do. Like if I was in yeah. that position, managing a club's Twitter account and I'm coming against Spurs, I'd be absolutely crapping myself. Yeah, it probably is run by someone like that, isn't it? Yeah. Good luck to them, like, the club, I think. If they if they do a job on Spurs, oh, if they do it, if they do it, if they do it, then that's it. We're going on our way, day boys. We're going to Marine. Let's get it done. We'll talk about that when it comes to it in January, and I I really hope that they do do it. They're at home, so you never know. Sort of Tottenham not playing magical the Cup. Um, right. <sighs> Predictions for the derby. I'm not confident at all. I don't know. 1-0 Spurs. 1-0? Yeah. 2-0. 2-1. I've backed him all day, so don't mess it up. You're, you're saying low score. I don't want to sort of like... I, I, like, I don't want to do this and then sort of be like, oh, we're going to get thumped and be really... 3-0 Spurs. <laughs> that would hurt. That Are you sure really, you're an Arsenal fan? I think it could be worse. <laughs> Oh, I imagine if they really? No, but why? Like, I understand. Like... Again. I just don't have any. We're not going to score. We 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 look. We don't look like we can score. We've we we like the goal at the weekend was a short corner and then whips it. So it's like technically open play, mm-hmm. but we've not scored a free flowing goal. And Son is always dangerous. Kane loves playing against us. Arsenal fan at heart. So loves playing against his boy and club. Um, I just, I just don't know. I, there's this I can't in my heart. It's going to be a heavy defeat. I'm not going to enjoy watching it on Sunday. I just want to see what Ozil predicts before the match. Three new Arsenal, mate, mate. No, you can't be doing that. <laughs> but every time, I don't know. Um, Man United, have you? Researched. Oh, I hate it. You were so jammy on the weekend. It's just jammy is what we do best. Oh, I right, right. I've got a question. Right. For you guys. It was just. Okay, it was, okay. I don't know. I don't want to get into it. Go about you know. You, you know what? So I mean. a bit of a stat. Who do you reckon has scored the most headed goals for Manchester United since the last, uh, since the 2018-2019 season, the start of that season? Just because obviously it's a heading masterclass. Who do you reckon scored the most headers for United since then? Cavani. Yeah, it's a Cavani. He's fantastic. He looks so good. He just he's everything that we've needed in a final product. Uh, for the years we've always been kind of criticizing Martial, uh, which I don't know if it's completely warranted, but sometimes it is. Uh, completely unwarranted criticism of Rashford, I think. Anyone who says he's a bad player is a complete idiot. And that was even a year ago if you were saying that, you're a complete idiot. Um, come on, he's everything we needed. Final touch. Uh, and even he's more he's, than that. He's just the talisman, isn't he? I think the best bit, though, is Edison Cavani. 
get an assist and score two. Uh, win in the most Oligan social way for, like possible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even had like the right boots on as the second half was starting. Yet the star man is still Bruno Fernandes. <laughs> goal, like it's screaming at the side saying, What the hell are you celebrating? Or I think it's the second goal. Yeah. Uh, like, what are you celebrating for? Get back and score another. Um, he scores the first and suddenly just turns on like that, and he's the best player in the league again. Uh, and he just he can just change a game like that. He's brilliant, he's world class. He could start any team in the world right now. I think he's fantastic, he's exactly the mentality we need. Um, and I'm just back on the Bruno parade. I'm back on the Oli parade as long as Bruno's there. I was so sceptical of that Cavani signing at first. I, I think I said it. It felt to me like it was just that air of desperation to please the fans. It was like we didn't get who we wanted. We need to sign someone big. Um, but I, I completely agree. He is, he's a proper striker. You didn't really have a proper striker. I mean, we laughed at the Igalo thing. It was, do, who do we make shift striker? Is it Rashford? Is it Martial? Is it Greenwood? You've now got a proper striker. Um, I'm not going as far as saying Man United are back, because I still think defensively there's a couple of issues. But I think... There is, but... You sort them out in the summer. You you get a, a decent centre-back. And Maguire's in and out of thought. There's, you get a decent defender, and you maybe get a midfielder alongside Fernandez, and I'm not convinced by Fred. I'm sorry. I, I... How? You're Fred, I think Fred's, Fred's role is a box to box. He's not, he's not the last sitting no, deep. We no, need, we need no. a better Matic. That's the one that we need. Yeah, Fred not... can do the job as a box to box midfielder perfectly fine. He, he, can, he runs all day. He can win the ball back most of the time. But he does he's, it fantastically as yeah. well. He, he's a really underrated player. I think he's actually like pretty decent. I don't think he's obviously not one of the best in the league in his position or whatever. Him, like and, him and Van Der Beek can like work. Yeah. Van Der Beek had a great game as well. Played he's, a, he's a good He's a useful player, but I think you get that solid defence, proper defensive player, and then you let, mm. whether you let Bruno and Pogba or you bring, for that, or you bring Fred or Van Der Beek and someone into that. You're, you're on your way back to being a, a very good team and leaving us... It's funny how, how for a hot second you kind of forget that Paul Pogba's not even playing for Manchester yeah. United. And yeah. he's just... I don't know. I think I think it's time for him to maybe go. Um, a lot of United fans might agree with me on that. Um, but it's if we could work, then obviously it's a fantastic United team. I don't think he's going to. I'd take uh, you got someone like kind of Donny who uh, criticised for not starting, uh, or Oli was criticised. Uh, but he does exactly what we need in playing it simple, leaving it to the likes of Bruno and that. Um, He's forward thinking as well. He gets the ball and actually looks for a forward pass as well. Not like I don't, I, mean, I like him. He's just that and Matic, but they just go sideways. Like Shaq yeah. can for Arsenal, like sideways, sideways, but. Van der Beek just finds the forward pass. It's so much better to watch. Yeah. Right. And when we when the alternative that we had was Andreas Pereira, who just oh. makes everything complicated for no reason and shoots from a billion miles out every opportunity, Donny does what we need. And it's great to see. Do you think Cavani should start tonight? Uh, yes. You, don't, you scored two goals on the weekend. Uh, I think you've got to start. Um, I don't think... Uh, we can go with an alternative. Mar- Martial maybe for confidence, but I think Cavani's our best striker. So we won't be I don't know. I think we're close to it, but I don't think we're fully qualified. Um, no, but, I think we need like uh, a point. Sorry? I think we need a point. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Cavani, like, it looks like he's going to get a three-match ban for his Instagram post. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I think then you have to play him rather than have him out for four yeah. games. Have him in, you might as well use him while you can. I don't know. You're, you're looking good again. I hate yeah. to say it. I don't like Man United much, but you're looking Thank good. God. Um, talking of Champions League, it's sort of shaping up quite interestingly. Um, and there's a real chance Real Madrid might not qualify for the knockout rounds. 
They currently are in third on seven points, level with Shakhtar, have a worse goal difference after losing 2-0 to Shakhtar. Um, going into the final game next week. Yeah. Is, Quite Zidane, for Zidane. is Zidane at risk of losing his job again? Oh, if they get done out of the room, he's gone. Oh, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. I wouldn't want them in the Europa League, though. See, it's weird though, because we say that he he would be gone if he loses. He won a La Liga three months ago. This is what I mean. It's like yeah, but that's Real Madrid, like yeah, it's the harsh realities of being the Real Madrid manager. I I still think they'll qualify. To but I think it would be funny to see him. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if they will. I think Winston Gladbach are a better team than we give them credit for, uh, and. I don't know. Uh, it'd be funny if he went and then Real Madrid went back to him again for the third time or second time. Who is um, it? Yeah, Inter on like four points now. So that's a Inter good terrible. Conte's going. Conte's definitely going. Do you think? Uh, that's a that's a no doubter. Conte's gone. He's he has to. That Inter Milan side, you can't play that badly with them. Are you seeing where, are they, where, where are Inter in the league? Aren't they top? Uh, no, they're not top. AC Milan are. I, th- I think AC Milan are unbeaten all year. They've got like a 39-year-old Zlatan piling on the pressure. Uh, and Inter are like struggling in like, I don't know, I'd say fourth or fifth. I'm letting a look right now. Uh, they're second. Uh, joint on points with Sassuolo. Uh, and you've got Juventus, Napoli and Roma behind them on a point uh, down. Um, they're behind AC Milan by five points. It's what you get for signing old man United players, really. Um, it's it's so close in that group, though. Anyone can still do it. You think? You think if if Madrid beat Gladbach at home next week, and Inter beat Shakhtar, then the two favourites go through. Really, that close? Yeah. Yeah, it's like seven. It's seven five five four. I mean, I don't know. I think I really like Richard Munchenglaback from the like bits that I've seen him play, and I do really like. I think I think I'm more in love with the coaching staff than the players. Uh, Rosa, uh, Rene Maric, it's so good what they do over there. Um, I don't know if you guys know the story of Rene Maric, uh, the coach, one of the assistant coaches. Uh, he like used to write on a uh, football blog uh, and would break down teams' tactics. And he broke down a uh, Thomas Tuchel uh, Frankfurt side, did an 8,000-word essay on it. Uh, Tuchel saw it and read it uh, and was like, no one's managed to pinpoint my philosophy as good as you. Uh, here's my mate, Rene Maric. Get in touch. I'll give you like try and get you in somewhere at uh, Salzburg. Started in the youth teams, went to the first team with uh, Rosa. Uh, and then they've gone as like a group of coaches over to Madrid Gladbach brilliantly first season they're obviously like reaping their rewards in the Champions League now and you've got players like Real and Bolo who yeah. like FIFA and FM won the kids five years ago and he's doing alright now uh, and it's a really good like little side uh, Ginter the centre-back uh, a lot of Bundesliga fans actually say that he's probably the best centre-back in the league uh, which you've got player and Turam as well haven't you? yeah Turam is fantastic I love him uh, he did fantastic in my football manager save, but more importantly in real life, he's doing well. Uh, I know Josh is looking a bit shocked at that Ginzer claim, but he he's the real deal. He's very underrated. If we if we're going off FIFA ratings, he's nothing like that. He should be at least like eighty five on. He's really good. I, I hope I hope they go out. I hope it's Madrid and Inter Milan who go out. I just think why. No, just to give you the whole thing on how good that Borussia Mönchengladbach thing is, about how nice the whole side is, how they got some really that's, interesting players and coaches. That's what I'm saying. I hope they go through. No, I hope they go through. I said I hope Madrid and uh, you just said it, I hope they go out. I know. I hope Madrid. You literally just said I hope Madrid and Inter go through. Go out. Oh, I don't want them coming to the Europa League. No, 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 no. I would love Gladbach and Schalke, uh, not Schalke, Shakhtar, to be those two teams that go through it. It'd be brilliant for football. I'd love it. Um, I like yeah. Gladbach. 
I'm well, not yeah, that would be good. Much. But do we want either Inter or Real Madrid in the Europa League? And the answer is no. We're not winning the Europa League. What's that, Toby? Because you think you have an actual chance at winning that competition. Of course we do. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing with Fletcher. That <laughs> laughing is perfect because it's an absolute joke that the only team that you think stopping you winning a Europa League trophy is Real Madrid. You got AC no, Milan. No, no, you, no, that's not what I said. Like, you got no, AC no, Milan. No. You got Leicester. You got well, potentially PSG, potentially Real Madrid. Right. All the them teams. Rival. The biggest thing that you need to overcome to win that Europa League Thunder. is your own bloody team, and you have to somehow figure out how to play football with the squad no. of players that are organised that poorly. Whatever happens, we'd still prefer Real Madrid and Real Madrid to not come down. Like that's the thing. And do we yeah. have a chance? Still, a slim chance, but it's there. FA Cup last season, we got drawn against City. Everyone was oh, like, "Stop going on about that's in the past." Going to do it? Oh, oh no. Bang. I'm starting the yeah, train now. Then Chelsea in the finals, everyone doesn't do it. There's still the chance that's there. So obviously we don't want them to come down. We're going to get... Oh, oh no, I shouldn't. We're going to probably get a bad team in the round of 32. Don't say that. We said that about Olympiacos and we got... Real Madrid. Please be Real Madrid. Yeah. But we can beat, hopefully, them... I don't get nervous in any game now. I really don't. I'd rather just play the Europa League scene for the rest of like I don't know. Just play play Smith Rowe and Willock and Nelson. It's always missing in the stars. Real Madrid are coming down. We're playing them in the final. Aubameyang's bagging a hat trick and bringing the mask out to celebrate in front of Cruz. It's written in the stars. I don't think Aubameyang has an XG of three goals all season so far. That's expected goals, not ones that he actually has yeah, to score. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I don't think he's going to score three in one match against one of the best teams in the world right now. <laughs> yeah, it's happening. It's taking, happening. It, taking it off the boring red team in North London or whatever, uh, who Ooh. do we think has a chance at the Champions League? Boring? Yeah, I can't, I, I, look, we've talked about him enough. I can't stand <laughs> chat about average players call us average but we are not boring <laughs> yeah. we, we have we are one of the most entertaining clubs in the league whether it's for good football or it's for bad football we are one of the most entertaining yeah just easy to laugh at all the time yeah yeah but we're still entertaining whatever oh, happens okay. what are you about there's never a dull moment yeah who do we think has a chance at Champions League then so oh, I'm saying Real going out. Bayern Munich, could it be a second year in a row for them? They look fantastic. Yeah. Anthony yeah. Flick has them going absolutely astonishingly. Uh, when I watch them, um, and they've got that kind of like high press on, they've got some really exciting players going. Uh, he's somehow revived Kingsley Coman uh, into becoming a spectacular player again. Uh, he's made me convince myself that maybe a completely high-press system on FIFA might be the way. So I'm having to try and replicate a bit of handsy flick on the virtual game, and it's actually going all right uh, for champs. Uh, but they look great. Uh, PSG could be going out. Um, Leipzig look more likely to go out, I'd say. They do look weaker in the Champions League this year. The loss of Werner, terrible. Um to be honest, do Liverpool stand a chance at winning it? No, really, not with I the. Like I, could. I think the Premier League is a different beast. The Champions League is so much more competitive. Yeah, um, yeah. let's, let's remember how they won the Champions League as well. Yeah, some brilliant moments and a lot of great determination. Oh, yeah, true. But the final. Okay. It was pure luck from the Scousers. Um, no, but like, I don't know. Chelsea obviously aren't going to win it, but they, they, they're moving. Uh, Sevilla could up their European Cup cabinet. Uh, no, they're not going to do it. Uh, Manchester United, no, they're not going to do it. So it really does just look like a Bayern Munich. Atletico could be yeah. Bayern Munich, I don't think, on, in that kind of realm. Uh, my dark horses are going to be Atalanta. I love them. Yeah. I love them. They're um, one of those teams yeah. who just... Brilliant. Turbo Josh. I don't know. I mean, I hope it's someone different. I hope it's a smaller team in comparison to mm. Bayern Munich or Liverpool. Um, 
but I think it's I think it's Bayern's to lose, really, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, definitely. I think that's it. We're gonna we're gonna react to the Northampton derby next week. Obviously, I really hope I'm in a positive mood. I really don't want to be in a bad mood because I will be in a bad mood all week. <laughs> um, so we will see. I don't know. Fingers crossed. Let's hope for a miracle. Why can't they happen? And we need more than a miracle, though. Right, that is it. Man United playing today as we're recording it. Champions League. Hope you lose. Sorry. Are you playing in the Champions League tonight? Who are you playing tonight? We would have played when this goes out. Oh, no, sorry. You're in that smaller, irrelevant competition. You're playing Dundalk or something? Rapid Vienna. Oh, the big team. Who's on a shield this season? A charity oh, shield. It's oh, called a charity oh, shield for a reason. Oh, 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 get it right. Major Not charities. Shields are meant to defend you, okay? And you've got the worst defence in the league. No. So you can't... Uh, no, we don't. Our defence is actually all right. I'm going to have to say, this is going to get out of hand. Wait, no, no. How can... Wait, and also, in the Europa League, at, like, you play in the Europa League, but you're, you've got the worst... Like, in the English teams in the Europa League, you've got the worst striker there. Vardy is better than Aubameyang. Mate, I'm not going to... Oh, yeah. Next week, we'll react to Northern Die Boy. I can't talk. Uh, come back next week. Boy, boy. <laughs> Stop. See you next week. Thanks for watching, listening. Bye. <laughs>